and that's Jesus. He came to walk the roads we walk. He entered our existence. Jesus got messy with us to help us out of the mess. He wrapped his arms around us when nobody else would. Welcome to the Parable Podcast. Thanks for joining Family Life on-air host, Randy Snavely, as he digs into the story lessons taught by the world's greatest teacher, Jesus. In this episode, it's part two of A Clean Sweep, the parable of the lost coin, taken from chapter 15 of the Gospel of Luke. John wrote in John chapter one, verses four and five, in Jesus was life and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. And then in verse nine, the true light that gave light to everyone was coming into the world. We need to turn on the light of the written word of God so the light of Jesus gets rid of the darkness and the lost will be found. This woman turns on a light and gets out her broom and starts sweeping the floor. It's a dirt floor, probably covered with straw, and she sweeps it all up to see if maybe her coin had slipped underneath any of it. The search is extensive. It's a diligent search. She is looking hard. Remember the time you had to be somewhere important and you couldn't find your car keys? All of a sudden, finding those keys became the most important thing to do. You developed tunnel vision. Nothing else mattered in that moment except for finding those keys. Well, that is this woman's mindset. The word used here is epimels. It means to have an urgent sense of care. She is down on her hands and knees, crawling around in the dirt, shining the light as she inches along. And she is not going to quit. She will keep looking for that coin until it's found. And then it happens. She sees the coin. There it is. I found it. The emotions are so great that they can't be kept inside. They come spilling out. There's relief. There's joy. There's jubilation and celebration with their neighbors. Just like there was with the shepherd in Luke 15, verses 6 and 7. In the parable of the searching and rescuing shepherd, the main point of emphasis made was how valuable each one of us is to the Lord. That's a major reason why Jesus comes after us. In this parable, I want you to understand how Jesus pursues us. Now, remember the context. In the first two verses of the chapter, we're told the Pharisees are mad at Jesus because he's eating and drinking with tax collectors and sinners. People the religious leaders had zero intention of associating with. John Rosen was a psychiatrist who lived in New York City. He was unique among his fellow psychiatrists because he loved his patients so much that he moved into the ward with them. Day to day, he shared life with them. He lived the life they lived. If they didn't talk, he didn't talk. But Rosen did something else. He frequently hugged his patients. This highly skilled, highly paid doctor who was like God to the patients in that he set the limits on their lives, held the unattractive, held the unlovely, 
held the sometimes out-of-control persons and literally loved them back into life. Many times when his patients finally did speak, the first words they said were, Thank you. Like the woman in our parable, Rosen is a picture of Christ. The coins represent people. In order to find one of those lost persons and pull them out of the dirt and the muck, Jesus got down in the mud with him. He crawled through it with us. listening to Family Life's Parable Podcast, A Clean Sweep, Part 2. It's taken from Luke chapter 15, verses 8 through 10. When I was working for Kansas City Youth for Christ, one summer we featured an event at our ranch called The Mud Flood. We brought in a backhoe to dig out a trench about 30 yards long and three feet deep. Then we flooded the trench with water and threw a lot of dirt back in it to make it very muddy and soupy. We had the teens play games and run relay races in that mud. One of our counselors was a medical doctor. When he heard about the mud flood event, he asked, What do I do while this is going on? We told him he could be the post. He got all excited and he said, all right, I'm the post. What does that mean? When we told him the kids had to race around him and then come back to the start, he got even more excited. And we said, wait a minute, Doc. It means they're going to be grabbing onto you so they can stop and turn around. You're probably going to get really muddy and you might even get knocked down and go under the mud. His response, I'm the post. Who cares if I get muddy? Who cares if I get dirty? This is going to be awesome. Bring it on. He didn't mind getting down and dirty with the teenagers because he saw the bigger picture. Kids were going to get cleaned up spiritually when they heard the gospel message. And that's Jesus. He came to walk the roads we walk. He entered our existence. Jesus got messy with us to help us out of the mess. He wrapped his arms around us when nobody else would. In Mark chapter 5, Jesus does not think twice about getting himself spiritually dirty. He doesn't hesitate to touch a dead person. Jairus' daughter had died, but the Bible tells us Jesus took the dead girl by the hand and spoke to her, and she got up. And before Jesus even got to Jairus' house, an unnamed woman with a hemorrhage touches him. Both ladies were healed. But according to the purity laws of Judaism, both ladies were unclean. Anyone who touched them or came into contact with them would be deemed to be unclean as well. That would bar them from worshiping in the synagogue for several days. But Jesus didn't care. Getting dirty to find lost coins was more important to him than the stigma of others thinking him unclean. Jesus will always meet us where we are. 
we don't have to get cleaned up first. When Jacob wrestled with the Lord in Genesis 32:25, the Hebrew word translated wrestled literally means to get dirty. When you wrestle on the ground, you will get dirty. And God is not afraid to roll around in the dirt. Remember the story of Saul on the road to Damascus? He was not only a Pharisee, he was the best of the Pharisees. I mean, he was the Navy SEAL. He was the Green Beret. He was special forces when it came to the Pharisees. In his religious zeal, he was one dirty, lost coin full of hatred toward followers of Jesus Christ. In the evil darkness inside him, on the road to Damascus, the light of Jesus shone down on Saul and revealed how warped his theology was. It revealed how sinful and self-righteous he was. It revealed how wrong and how dirty his religion was. When Saul saw the light, Jesus swept away all the dirt, all the filth, all the evil, and all the sin. It was a clean sweep, and the lost coin was found. The dirt and filth make us dirty, but when God touches the dirt, he sanctifies it, he purifies it, and that is why you and I are Christians. That is why our words to him should be, thank you, all the time. been the Parable Podcast with Randy Snavely. Click the subscribe button so you'll know when new episodes are released. And be sure to check out Family Life's other original podcasts, including If That Makes Sense, Business by the Book, and Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim. Family Life is a listener-supported ministry. Your partnership makes podcasts like this possible. Find out more at familylife.org.